0: Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting where today I'm going to be talking about how you can't tell your kids Jack. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about how you can't tell your kids jack. What do you mean you can't tell your kids jack? Listen, not only can you not tell your children, Jack, you can't tell anybody, Jack. And what do I mean by Jack? You can't tell people what to do. See, we are designed to have free will. And as I watch parents try to, for lack of a better term, control scenarios, Trying to control their children. Trying to tell their kids what to do. You, you have to do this now. Hey, it's time to eat. Hey, you must go to bed. Hey, you must, like, you, you just can't tell kids what to do. Uh, unfortunately, this happens in my own household. We are currently, uh, on vacation. And, uh, we are in an unfamiliar setting to the one and a half year old. And as it's uncomfortable for all of us to do a full day of traveling where we had to get split up on a flight, Um, we went to two different cities. My wife booked the the car rental in the city that I was flying into. So it was under her name. So when I got there, they wouldn't honor it, even though I was willing to get her on FaceTime and show her ID across FaceTime and see that we have the same address. So we had to rebook it, right, after waiting in a long line. She's with a toddler in another airport, uh, which we flew into New York, just so you know, one in LaGuardia, one in Kennedy, they're 10 miles apart. Um, Get the car rental, get over to grab her. She had already eaten lunch. Myself and my seven-year-old hadn't eaten yet, trying to get connected. It was just kind of an uncomfortable scenario, not to mention we have a three-hour drive up to where we're heading um, for our vacation spot. And then we get to where we're going, and it's like time to take a nap. And she's like, you have to take a nap to the little one. And I'm like, he doesn't want to take a nap. He's been in a, a car seat, which got into an airplane, which is in a car seat, which got was in pretty much a, a, a car street. Seat slash stroller for numerous hours. This kid's been sitting on his butt all day long, and now you, you finally have time to do what you think is necessary. And you're like, you must do this right here in this moment. He's thinking, all I want to do is get out of the car seat. I've been chilling all day, mom. I'm ready to play. Uh, and she knew he'd be off his schedule, and she wanted him to do this. She's like, all right, if you're not gonna, you're not gonna take a nap. You're gonna eat right now. And he's like, no, I don't want to eat. And it's just interesting. And and, and listen, all parents have really good intentions. Um, and I'm looking at this. And I, listen, I don't know jack about parenting. And some of you are over there like, yeah, keep him on the schedule. Yeah, do this. He's been off the schedule all day long. Let's exhaust him <laughs> to get him back on the schedule the next day is my philosophy. See, and he's been on the off schedule all day long so i'm just watching this happen and look we're on vacation i don't want to interfere i don't want to you know tell my wife what to do but at the end of the day i'm watching it and and i write this and i coach this and i tell people this you cannot tell anybody what to do when someone asks for advice and this is just life now this isn't even parenting When somebody asks you for advice and you say, well, you should do this, it goes in one ear and out the other. But if you say, listen, do you mind if I give you my perspective? And they say, sure, you've already asked for permission to give them a perspective. Say, if it were up to me and it was my scenario and it's not, I would choose this because X, Y, Z. However, it's not my scenario, it's yours. Do you have another viewpoint that you'd like to share? And Maybe they share a little more. And you go, oh, based on that new information, because I wasn't privy to it. I may do this, that, or that, or this, that, and that. But ultimately, the choice is yours. See, when you put it that way, even to children. So just last night, my son said, I said, hey, it's time to go to bed. It's late. We've had a very long, productive, fun day, and it's late. And he says, well, Dad, I want to watch something on your phone on YouTube before I go to bed. I said, uh, that's not going to happen. And he says, well, then I'm not going to be able to sleep. So now I gave him two choices. And when we're in a different city and we're, we're at a... our uncle's cabin and he's in an unfamiliar space. It's not the comfort of his own bed. I tend to put him down and hang out with him for a little while while he goes to sleep. I said, so here's the deal. You're gonna go to sleep, right? We're we're eventually gonna sleep. So you can fall asleep with me or you could fall asleep without me. Uh, I'll fall asleep with you. Fantastic. What did I have to do with a YouTube video? None, I just gave him options. Neither of them had anything to do with what he had requested when he told me he couldn't sleep. I said, okay, well, I'm going to either leave or I'm going to stay, but either way you're going to fall asleep and it has nothing to do with YouTube. And guess which one he chose for me to stay. But I didn't tell him, no, you're not watching YouTube videos and you're going to sleep now. Because he wouldn't have liked that. Because he would have started fighting it. I will tell you within three minutes he fell asleep. I gave him a choice. Now, in my book, Be the Dead You Wish You Had, I talk about giving them choices and getting them to critically think. Specifically, the one that always stands out is chapter number 13, where I say, never say no to your children. Notice, when I said, hey, he he wanted to watch a YouTube video, I said, that's not going to happen. I didn't say no. That's just not going to happen. Is it a form of saying no? Kind of. When he rebutted that, I gave him two choices, both of which were not what he had asked for, but he now had a say in the matter. And because he had a say in the matter and it was his choice, he chose now to fall asleep with me being in the room. I didn't tell him to do anything. Last night we're having dinner. Uh, we're up here. We got some live made lobsters. Uh, we had some corn. We steamed the lobsters. I'm shelling them for the family. My wife is having a hard time with the baby and I want people to enjoy their meal, right? We just put on a spread, uh, and, and, and I want people to enjoy the lobster. So as I, As he was losing it for the better part of 25 minutes, I said to my wife, Hey, just give it to me. You guys can eat dinner. I want you guys to enjoy dinner. And uh, she's trying to tell him, Hey, you need to calm down. Hey, you need to relax. Hey, you need to eat dinner with us. No, don't do this. No, don't do that. And he's fighting it the whole way. So I grab him. And I say, Hey, buddy, what's going on? Mommy, daddy, and... Well, Uncle Lou and, and, and Leila and your brother are all trying to have dinner and you're being a little disruptive. Do you want to try some of Daddy's dinner? No. Okay. What do you want to do? And he's like, he can't really answer at that point, but I'm talking to him at this level. I'm like, What do you want to do? He said, down. I put him down. He took three steps away and realized that's not what he wanted. And he's, uh, he says, Up. I pick him up. And then I said, Hey, you didn't eat much dinner. Do you want to try some of Daddy's corn? And I take a big bite out of the corn on the cob, right? And I do it like the cookie monster <laughs> would do it to a cookie. And he laughs. And he digs in. Rah! I said, All you going to have is as good, huh? Super sweet, beautiful, amazing corn. And he digs in again. And I dig in again. And we laugh. Next thing I know, I'm eating his corn that was already cut off the cob, and he eats almost my entire corn on the cob while everybody eats peacefully for dinner. Tell him to eat the corn. I asked him if he would like to try mine, and I showed an example of how he could eat it, which looked fun. Once he got done with that, I asked him if he wanted to try some of my lobster. He clearly said no. Um, as he had witnessed the lobsters earlier in the day alive. Not that he put two and two together, but... It's all about not telling our children what to do. As soon as we tell our children what to do, they want to rebel because they want their own free will. But if, for example, I say to my son and he wants to play video games, and he says, hey, I want to play video games now. I said, well... Um, I don't think now's the best time because we're about to go and do something, but how about either you could play in a half hour for a half hour, or you could play later on this evening after dinner while us adults are having conversation, and you'll get a full hour. Which one do you want? Uh, I'll take the full hour this evening. Okay. But notice what he wanted. He wanted to play now. I gave him two options. I didn't say, hey, you could play tonight afterwards, after dinner. You, you, you hear that. You give them two choices, not just your one option. And they pick the better of the two for them. It gets them to critically think, which one's in my best interest? Which one do I want more? But when you tell them, no, you're you, you can play tonight... And that's the only option? He's like, but I wanted to play now. They just want choices. So I empower you. I urge you. I I wish I saw more parents give their kids options as opposed to just telling them no or just telling them and dictating to them how it is. Why? Because I'm the parent just doesn't fly with you it doesn't fly with me why should i do this at work well i'm the boss yeah but it doesn't make any sense what you're having me do are you questioning my authority yeah actually i am and i just this morning also my son asked my wife something he didn't like the answer oh he wanted to go outside and play in the rain He goes, Dad, can I go play in the rain? And we could talk about this in another episode. And I think we will. I said, you know what? I'm good with you playing in the rain. But I test. So I asked Mom. No. And I said, well, why don't you ask her why? Mom, it's just water. Why can't I play in the rain? Because we don't have any clothes for you. We're on vacation. I didn't bring all these clothes for you to go and get soaked in the rain. And we'll leave that one for another episode. So listen, I don't know jack about parenting. I say it every single episode. However, what I do know is people don't like to be dictated to. People want choice. So the best way to empower you with your kids is by giving them options. And the more options you give them, the better off you'll be as a parent. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at BeTheDadYouWishYouHad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the BeTheDadYouWishYouHad.com now and get it while it's free.